Welcome to The Messy Path, a podcast where we navigate through the mess of personal, spiritual, and relationship growth. I'm Ariel, a rapid transformational therapist. And I'm Whitney, an intuitive relationship coach. Join us as we discuss the beauty in the mess of our lives. Hi, everybody. Uh, We're back. Um, It's so good to be back. And um, Ariel and I are kind of just going to do what we always do, which is flow with this conversation. Uh, But we are going to be sharing today um, just kind of like a brief update on on us and where we've been. We'll be diving deeper into that in um, future episodes uh, personally because lots has happened. Um, but most excitingly, we are going to be sharing about how we finally met in person. <laughs> Yay. Yay! So I think it's really fun. So I, it feels like such a weird thing to say that like Whitney and I haven't met in person and we've been doing a podcast for like almost two years and like talk every week and do this. And it makes it feel really like antiquated I feel like like we're these pen pals you know like you know having this connection um but it's like I get to see you every day because most of the time we talk is over zoom meetings Mm -hmm. and um but yeah we didn't ever actually meet in person until um what was the weekend before Christmas of 2021 so yeah so fun uh, and I love that when when you got in my car or when we hugged outside my car you were like hi meat suit Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so what you happy. always say <laughs> it was so cute um yeah and that was yeah it was a fun weekend of just like aligning and playing and having great female like woman energy time totally yeah yeah, yeah. um so the thing that I think that is really like magical about us not having met in person for so long that I always say to Whitney is that it's like, well, of course we have our bodies like haven't met because we have a uh, spiritual connection, right? So of course it's all like non-physical. And of course there was like a giant ping like while I was saying it, Um, but it's like, yeah, (laughs) you know, it's like, yeah, we have this like really beautiful spiritual connection like Mm -hmm. with each other. And so it's non-physical, right? And it's like, yeah, so we haven't met in person. But now we have, so we get it all around, right? And we get all the things. All the things, yes. And it's, yeah, it's so fun realizing, I think that um, for me, it's like another example of relationships because everything for me comes back to relationships. The power of connecting vulnerably and truly honestly, like I can safely say in every conversation I've had with Ariel, I've been like, even if I wasn't in alignment, I was in alignment, if that makes sense. Like I wasn't like putting on a face. I wasn't, you know, trying like getting expectations high about something. I wasn't trying to make something happen. Like every time Ariel and I connect, it's like, just here's the guts. Exactly. Here's the guts of it. And that's what (laughs) I love about our relationship so much is like you and I are just like, okay, let's be raw. Okay. We're both going to cry right now. Okay. You're going to be angry and I'm going to be here and experience Mm -hmm. your anger for you. Like whatever it might be, we can show up raw with each other. And I think that goes to show you the, the genuine like emotion and honesty behind connection trumps how frequently you see somebody, you know, if you see them in person or over zoom or FaceTime or whatever, like 
there are so many different ways to have genuine relationships that don't need to follow like a certain outline that we're kind of taught. Yeah. So mm-hmm. as a recap, like how did we meet? So in the first place, so we yeah. were both in um, Jeff, Jess Lively's Flow with Attention Online uh, course in, we always forget the year. 2018. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's long enough it ago. Doesn't it doesn't feel is. like it's long <laughs> enough ago. Like, because everything about our lives has like changed, like everything about yeah. our lives has changed since then. And so mm-hmm. it makes it feel like a greater distance away. And then like, because the pandemic is like this lost time, it feels like the, when you hear 2018, it sounds closer than it was. Yeah. Um, but so we were both in the course and they, we had like zoom meetings, big group zoom meetings, mm-hmm. like through that. And then we had a Facebook group of people who were in that course. And it, there's like 200 people like in our Facebook group, there's but it always just feels like there's like nine. Yeah. And, um, which is kind of really magical. And I felt like we really created like a core group of people and, um, and Whitney and I were people who connected with each other. And then, um, you were actually on the whole point podcast, mm-hmm. um, about moving to Wyoming from mm-hmm. Michigan. And, um, the whole point podcast is hosted by, uh, two RTT therapists in Wisconsin, which is where I live. And Serena and Christy and Christy was my original um, RTT therapist. So it was all of these and Christy was also in flow Mm -hmm. um, and or had been through flow. And so she was through there. And so it was all these kinds of points of connection. And I remember listening to your podcast with them and being like, you sound so cool. And I'm so excited. And there was like so many things that like we had in common, mm-hmm. but we're living out differently. Like mm-hmm. we both wanted to be cowgirls when we were little. Yeah. You actually are though now. <laughs> I'm not. And, um, but it was, it was just really interesting. And then, um, and then you reached out to me to do an RTT session. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's, I think when the first time that we were really connecting, like yeah. in direct messages, like with each other, mm-hmm. and then we had an amazing RTT session for you mm-hmm. and then just really stayed in touch in yeah. our follow-ups and stuff after that. And it really developed into and I think like, all of this. Yeah. In one of our mm-hmm. groups, cause like we still chat with the the flow with intention ladies. Now we call it like alignment something. Um, yeah. Kind of decided like, thank you just for connecting us, but now it's not mm-hmm. really under justice. It's been its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned to someone that I was like really wanting to start a podcast and like somebody mentioned you in that comment too. So like, it was kind of like, okay, here you guys go. Like, why don't you do a podcast together? It was, yeah, it was so great. So it's like, oh yeah. Okay. This, this could be fun. And yeah. And we just, met on zoom and chatted and it's like yeah let's let's friggin' do this thing um mm-hmm. yeah and I think we've talked about like that in a, a very early episode like yeah the download and all that um yes but yeah is that like Whitney called me one day and was like I have this download and we should do this course together and mm-hmm. you know combine like our skills and have it be like this and this focus and I was like yes and we should share about it in a podcast and it's, it will be called the messy path. And it was like, Yay. yes, <laughs> like all yeah. these things, um, and just aligned. And now we have been talking every 
week or yeah. since then, since April of 2020. Oh, April 2020. of 2020. Yeah, it was a, this was a, yep. one of the many COVID podcasts that were birthed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Early quarantine. Oh um, so now Amazing. in our lives, yeah. we've been talking about like, oh, it'd be fun to like meet up with you sometime for this or like, oh, maybe if you're driving home to Michigan, I'll like meet you, you know, yeah. meet us along the way or whatever. But it like wasn't working out. And it was just kind of like these lofty ideas. And then Whitney was talking about going. So she lives in Wyoming and she was going to go to Denver for bridal gown shopping at Beholden. And I was like, you know, I opened the first two Beholdens. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I really want to come with you. And then I was like talking to my soulmate about it. And he was like, yeah, you should go. Uh, I can use my miles and like Aww. buy you a plane ticket for $12. And I was like, what? Right. Yes. <laughs> like, I can't really say no now. And yeah. um, I brought it back to you and you were like, yes, it's happening. And we stayed with an amazing friend of Whitney's um, too. And podcast and, listener. We love you. And podcast <laughs> listener. Yes. Um, so it was really cool. She's like, yes, I'd love to meet Ariel. Like I've listened to all this stuff about her. And like, that was just really sweet. And it was like this beautiful way that like we were all connected, you know, more still. So totally. So yeah. And then on yeah. top of that, um, two women that went through the beautiful you coaching Academy just after me, one of whom I coached was a client of mine. Um, they both live in Denver and they have the X-Files podcast, which I've been on. Um, and I'm sure Ariel will be on, um, before too long. And so we all got together and got drinks one night and it was just, it was awesome to just be in this absolute bubble of in-person connection again. Yeah. Just all women who were so yes. soul aligned. And it, I like, yes, if I could just drink that weekend, like every yes. week, I, yes, I need that in my life. Like it was like of so intense. Mm -hmm. There was like no casual thing that was said like the whole time. <laughs> no, we were like, <laughs> yeah, we were like in it like yeah. the whole time. What happens when you get, yeah, three relationship coaches and RTT therapists and then our beautiful friend Morgan, who's like just so soul aligned and on her own beautiful journey. Yes. Like, oh my God, getting us all together was just, yeah, it was heaven. Yes. Yeah. It was so fun. And it just really helped. Like it helped encourage me like for, it was just such an energy boost. It was just such an energy boost. Mm -hmm. And like, at the same time, it was a lot, like, obviously we were cramming a lot into <laughs> We ripped a lot into in like a couple of days. I and I honestly, so we're probably just going to jump around with all this storytelling. But on the Sunday that Ariel, so we were down there from Friday to a Monday. Sunday, Ariel left like in the later afternoon. And um, before then, we like went on this beautiful hike to like one of Morgan's soul spots out there and she shared it with us and it was gorgeous. And I'm shocked we did not get blown off that mountain because the winds were like, I shit you Don't not. Don't tell like, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> they were like 40, 50 plus we were mile super an hour safe. We were super we safe. We were super safe. She's we, just joking. We were safe. Yes, we were being very safe. But it was like, it was, it was windy. It was like high end windy. Yeah, it was sure. very windy. Um, but such a beautiful place and like this mountain lake and like this beautiful forest and everything. And we come down and I'm immediately like, dizzy and like ungrounded and I honestly now that you're reflecting back like the 
um, all that we crammed into the weekend. I think that that was like, part of it was my cup was like so full and I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I've got to like ground in like be in this now, now that we've like crammed so much in, it was kind of like, I was floating away. Like I was like a balloon with too much helium Mm -hmm. or something. Um, but yeah, such a great weekend. Um, what and we, we found your dress. And we so found my yay. Dress. Yes. It was a successful real life trip. It was. <laughs> so it are like human things that needed to happen. Yes. Like, yeah. And that was a fun, um, fun little like anecdote of releasing and trusting the universe um, in and of itself. So I made that appointment like a month or so before I ended up, we went down there and, you know, they send you like a confirmation email, like 48 hours before and I responded to it and I was like okay yep I'll definitely be there and then like because we have three people coming from out of state to whatever yeah yeah Yeah. exactly like I will be there we will be there um and then I get an email like while we're out to dinner that first night that Friday night um saying your appointment's been canceled for Saturday and I'm like what the hell um but I didn't freak out which you could I, yeah. I was either so aligned or like the champagne had hit one or yes it was both um, for it sure was both, for sure but but it was just like I think we all like you and I had like the knowingness that like it was gonna work out so either we were still gonna go and like make it work and or if it really wasn't going to work something else was going to and exactly. I, I think that's how mo- we felt and I think yeah. also too but in that it's like we had you had this, the appointment canceled and it was after hours when you saw the message, like mm-hmm. we couldn't get a hold of anything. You emailed back right away. Mm-hmm. You weren't like defeatist about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a lesson like in itself to overview is like, um, okay, here we had something like present as a no, mm-hmm. but we were like, no, no it's going to be a yes. And we're going to continue like pursuing this Mm -hmm. and was really like the only hitch in the ride that we had the whole weekend. Yeah, exactly. Um, And, and you still ended up, we, we went to an appointment in the morning somewhere else and still went over to Beholden. And the manager was like, Oh my gosh, we sent the wrong email. We've been trying to get a hold of you, Mm -hmm. but we haven't been able to like to call Whitney for some reason, just like wasn't working, even though they also had my phone number at that point. Yeah. I didn't get a message, like so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we found your dress and it's yeah. like so perfect for you. Like can't wait for everybody to see your photos. Like once <laughs> it really too. happens, it's so cool. You guys like as a bridal shop owner for four years and working in bridal in different ways for another six years like this is such a unique gown and it's so beautiful for Whitney and like putting it on she like squealed and we were like yep we know this is like be something and she came out and it was like yeah mm -hmm." like this is awesome yep so yep yeah it was awesome and it just it goes to show you that I think the big lesson for me is not being in the reaction of the moment because I absolutely could have like And I even had the thought, it was one of those moments where we always talk about being on the highway and then like seeing the exit of like, oh, I can calm down here or I can, you know, keep going and like to freak out land. And I saw like the opportunity to accelerate into freak out land and like have it ruin my night. Like, oh my God, what are you going to do? But I was like, nope, you know what? This is all fine. Like 
we will get this figured out. And so it's, I think that was a beautiful example of a non-attached reaction moving yes. towards what I knew would be right. Even mm-hmm. though I didn't know, like what could have also been right is my appointment was canceled and they did just, you know, ignore me or whatever. I couldn't get in that day. Um, and then, you know, we went somewhere else and found, an, you know, right. I had no outcome attached to that whole situation, which I think is such a beautiful lesson in, in all of this. And I think like for me as a Pisces in when I have resistance come forward, the, I need to know the why, like Mm -hmm. so strongly. And so I do all this work of like figuring out all the cosmological connections for like why something happened. And I very easily settled into like, okay, maybe we don't end up going to Beholden. And it was just the way to get me out here to like see you and do all this stuff. And I think it was like, there were so many obvious easeful moments, even though there was a resistant moment mm-hmm. like in it, that it was like, totally. okay. And then we still pursued it, you know? Yeah. And, and then it was super aligning. The whole experience was really aligning then. It was so great. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and so I think it's also like not being so hard on ourselves mm-hmm. and not like you said, like not freaking out when there's something that comes up and, yep. and not giving up because something comes up, right? Exactly. We, we all still acted in alignment to mm-hmm. say, yeah, well, we'll we're going to go check it out because yeah. that's what feels best for us at this time exactly. um, still. And yeah. I think it's like checking in with those kinds of things. And mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. uh, I think it's really easy to get overtaken when a resistant mm-hmm. moment comes up. And it was like, this one was so random, right? It and you so could have said, maybe I'm not supposed to marry Greg. How many times have us as women taken it to that level being yep. like, well, if this is the, <laughs> this is where I wanted the dress to be and all these things were happening. And maybe it means I'm not supposed to get married. Well, here's the thing. If those are the thoughts that are coming up there, you might want to examine the reason those thoughts are coming up. Exactly. Right. But Whitney didn't have that reaction yeah. and it wasn't in her truth. Right. Mm-hmm. And she didn't need those thoughts. Yeah. So maybe that thought would have come up and she'd been like, blow away, silly yeah. thought. Like, thanks for, thank you for the check-in, but I'm good. Exactly. Right. And I think that all resistance is, is doing that, right. Mm-hmm. It's asking us to check in of our alignment. Does yeah. this feel like still the thing you want to pursue? It's like, yeah. it's like asking, okay, are you sure you still want this? So, uh-huh. and I think a really big, and this is something that I saw from my end of working in bridal, but I think is so interesting for, you know, for you to share from your mm-hmm. experience as a bride you said like being engaged the first time you did buy a dress, mm-hmm. but you went to how many different places, tried on probably 60 gowns. Yeah. Easily. Like, oh my God, it was so, it was so, um, overwhelming. And I know that that's a, that's something that a lot of women say, because like, you don't, you don't try on wedding dresses every day. So then mm-hmm. when you do, you're like, oh my God, I'm getting this dress. It's supposed to, I'm supposed to cry. It's supposed to be like, say yes to the dress. It's supposed to be this like big production. And trust me when I tell you, like eventually you try on so many dresses, you don't even know what you like anymore. And that's what I had yeah. done the first time around where it's like, you could have put me in a hot pink, like leopard print 
thing. And I would have been like, maybe this is my dress. Like, <laughs> like, like no shame. If that's your style yeah. of wedding dress, fucking own it. But like, if you know me, not really my style. Um, it, but I was so confused and torn and I ended up buying this dress that don't get me wrong. It was beautiful. I loved it. Um, but I had put so much, um, resistance into trying to find the perfect dress. Like I had so much resistance to just allowing my dress to come to me that I was like, mm-hmm. I have to have the right people in the room with me. I have to get mm-hmm. it from a certain store. It has to be, you know, these certain designers. Like I had all these expectations lined up this first time and it, it ended up, I got a beautiful gown. I did. And then when that engagement ended and, and I was like processing through everything, the, the gown had come to me. Like I had picked it up like this. I can't, yeah. I can't stress enough how much this wedding was like happening when I pulled, like yeah. when we pulled the plug. Right. So a few months after everything ended, um, um, I decided, you know, I'm going to put the dress on. Like, I just want to like see it. I was going to bring it to a consignment shop. Um, but I wanted to like put it on one more time. I actually wrote mm-hmm. a poem about this um, because it was summer at this point And I had, I don't think I told you this in the summer, I'm constantly in like flowy dresses because it's my ammo. And so yeah, I had this right. like cream colored flowy dress with like these red leaves, like sewn into them. It's really cool. cute. It was like my beach cover up. I always wore it that summer. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll like try my would be wedding dress on before I donate it. So I take off that flowy dress and I put on the wedding gown I bought. And this gown was like beaded to the nines. Like it was like sweetheart neckline, but had um, sleeves and like very tight fitted and kind of a, like a trumpet bottom with like a longer train. It was just like, think like art deco, fancy black tie. Like that was what it was. Um, and it was gorgeous, but I put it on and it felt so heavy because it it was, it had like two pounds of beads on it Uh And, and it had these sleeves that were gorgeous, but I couldn't raise my hands up and, you know, it was tight. And so, which can be really beautiful, but it wasn't comfortable. And, mm-hmm. and I took it off and I just felt like that weight fall away. And I was like, wow, talk about buying a dress that was emblematic of how I felt about the relationship. Like that dress was heavy. Mm-hmm. And, and I had stepped back into my like flowy linen, you know, white yeah. dress. And I was like, oh, this is how I want to feel this flowy yeah. light this is, this is how I'm supposed to be from now on. And so just looking back on that first dress shopping and buying experience compared to this one, the, in the whole wedding planning, that last one to this one, this has been complete flow. Like Greg and I definitely had to have some tough conversations in the beginning, just around money and like what our expectations were and getting each other, like getting on each other's same page, finding that alignment. Mm-hmm. And then being really honest, like he's told me already, he's like, I'm kind of at capacity for how much I can stretch with like my vision for the wedding, you know, versus where you are. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, cool, but we found a middle ground. And I know that like, we're, we're doing things to honor what he wants. We're doing things to honor what I want. And we're finding that neutral ground that 
an actual union, right? Like an actual union of your things. There's a a show and I've never watched the full thing about it, um, but there'll be clips that come up and it's like, it's called like, don't tell the bride and it's a UK show. And it's like, they turn over all of the wedding decisions to the fiancés, to the men Mm, in this. And, um, and then the lady, the lady, like in the clips that I've seen, right. Like the ladies like show up at the Mm -hmm. bridal store and they're like, this is the gown that he's picked for you. And this is the accessories. And this is your bridesmaid dresses. And this is this, and this, and this. And of course, because it's for the show or the clips that are being shown for the show, like Mm -hmm. they're all, they're, a lot of them are terrible sure. and, and their girls are really upset. And you think that the guys are doing this like intentionally to be like a joke or whatever, like yeah. not to get it seriously, but it's like, regardless, I wouldn't want all of those decisions put on one person one way or another, totally. right? Because it's like your wedding, your ceremony is literally about the union of the two of you. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't be swaying one way or another. Mm-hmm. Although there are, you know, you know, your proclivities can be different, right? Oh, for sure. To what you have have the knowledge and vision for, and what the other one has knowledge and vision for. This is how your life balances, right? But I think that there's a difference between just unilaterally making all these decisions instead of like enjoying it together, right? Exactly. I think especially in modern times that we're not co-creating that day and that life together. Right. And again, within the balance that's right for the couple. Um, But there's so many, just, I could go on about weddings for a long time because Mm -hmm. it's just like, there's just so many things. And I think like, like when you say this about the old wedding gown, right. It's, it's Mm -hmm. the moment where um, Carrie from sex in the city is, trying on gowns and has a full-on panic attack right totally and she can't wear the wet wedding ring from Aiden on her finger she mm-hmm. has to wear it like on uh, a necklace because mm-hmm. she just feels like burdened by this it's not right for her and I think that there's two things to really ask yourself especially in something like like wedding planning but in any of these situations is mm-hmm. am I feeling resistance because it is not right for me or because I don't feel worthy of the situation. Mm, And I think those are, are really the primarily the two ways that your freak out, especially during like a wedding planning Mm -hmm. is, is going to be Mm -hmm. because it's either not right for you or you don't feel like it it, you're worthy of it being right. So love that. like Aiden's relationship with Carrie was so good. It was healthy. It wasn't toxic. It was supportive. Yep. Carrie literally couldn't sustain it because she wasn't in a healthy relationship like with herself. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there was a part of her who was like, well, Aiden can't be the right person then because it wasn't. And I wonder you know, hindsight had Carrie, you know, gone to therapy and worked on herself in different levels of different ways that Uh she could have had a different outcome in a lot of different ways. Right. But this was, we were watching her messy path unfold. Right. But like, um, or, you know, so that's the, 
are you worthy of that love? Like, is this, is your resistance coming from yourself because you're not used to being in a healthy relationship or treated well or feeling this much love and abundance and ease because you think it's supposed to be harder. You think there's supposed to be something else or you other shoulds, or is this your little warning? Hey, you need to start listening to maybe this isn't the right person. And maybe you need to do more growth. And maybe it was just because you needed to get to this point but you also need to exit the train now. Yeah. Like you're, this is your stop. You are going now into a different train direction. You need to, these are your warning signs, right? Yeah. And I think asking yourself those questions will really help uncover things for you. Because if it's just that you're feeling unworthy of it, then you know what steps to take. You can breathe and ask yourself and say, you know what? I do deserve this great love. I am Mm -hmm. worthy of this. And if you're really not feeling that, I honestly think that in the transit, so weddings are about transitions, right? Uh They're transitioning from singlehood to marriage, right? Uh To marital coupleship. And, And oftentimes there's other transitions that happen along with that. But that's primarily what it is about this transition from two becoming one, right? Uh-huh. And, and it's like everything you and I do is helping people through transitions. Mm-hmm. So I also think that like having a RTT session, going through coaching, like leading up to that, you know, as you're approaching that to ready yourself for that next chapter is totally. such a beautiful gift to give yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a lot of things that come forward because that this getting married piece is societally one of the largest recognized growing up steps that we have. Yep. And so there's a lot of societal impact that is put upon weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we peel that away to look at, am I ready for this transition? Are we ready for that transition? Yeah. What does that translate transition look like for us authentically? Then you're so much more prepared for handling the rest of those, those internal and external pressures because you're more grounded in your truth. And I think seeing you go through this with Greg Mm -hmm. of feeling ready for it, having those, like you said, those difficult conversations about what the two of you want in Mm -hmm. life. How are you handling things? Both of you, you guys working on yourselves Mm -hmm. and being ready for things at a different level. Um, And now coming into where you are becoming in union with each other at, at the next level step, Mm -hmm. you're finding these easeful steps. Yeah. And even though your bridal appointment got canceled, it was an easy and flowy time to find the right thing Yep. because it's like the bump doesn't feel like a mountain. The bump felt like a blip. And when you look over this, you know, in hindsight, you're never going to remember, Oh, and that bridal appointment was actually canceled. We still found it there. It's just going to be the smooth sailing Mm -hmm. that you're going to remember through this because your energy is in alignment of smooth sailing because you are ready for it. Exactly. And I think that's such a big reminder for everyone, no matter like what, 
what you're working what the through. transition yeah. is yeah, yeah exactly it doesn't have to be something like a wedding and in fact like just a couple nights ago Greg and I were sitting on the couch and I had done the thing that I do on occasion and asked him like if he's okay or how's he doing like multiple times that day and Greg was like what's up like you've asked me this like mm-hmm. six times today so what is up and I was I had like that click moment of oh my god I need to talk to him about things like it's me that has stuff going on mm-hmm. and I hadn't realized how much I had been kind of compartmentalizing and like just keeping to myself about stuff I was going through and I shared with him you know like I want to do some couples counseling again before we get married and this is why it's important to me and like we had this really nice conversation about it even though the entire time I was crying because it's how I react, you know, yeah, because you're, we're emotional beings, exactly. right? Yeah. But I'm yeah. also really glad that you're like sharing that part of that, yeah. you know, with it too. It's like, yes, because this is like, I, something that I constantly want to do. And in the not so recent past, um, I kind of shared this on my social media. And if you're on my email list, like I'm really over the kind of like glossy version of coaching that's out there. And so I don't want anyone to think, oh my God, Whitney found her partner and they just, you know, eat steak every night and have these really lovely open conversations and everything's perfect. And then they have like wild, crazy, amazing sex. Like, yes, all of that. And there's still moments where I'm like crying because I'm scared to share stuff with him because mm-hmm. of past experiences or because of even past experiences with him and I, because we're constantly growing and changing. Yes. Even right. in who I am now, it's way easier for me to lean on the Whitney that I was three years ago than it is to be the Whitney I am now. So there will be moments when I jump into that old lane and then I'm like, oh shit, I'm over here again. And this isn't right. And it doesn't feel right. And so I'm asking my partner 79 times in one day, if he's doing okay, when in reality, it's me, that's not doing okay. And then you course correct, you know, and that's like, well, and it wasn't, I would say it's not that you weren't doing okay. It's that you had things come up to process mm-hmm. yeah, that you exactly. had these things come up to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a way that it doesn't mean that we're off kilter, out of alignment, not on the right path, like all these things, yeah. but in this way, it's like, um, like, like the bubble rising to, to the top of the water, right? These exactly. things need to be aired out. That, that is what growth is. That is what mm-hmm. development is. Um, we were watching a Hallmark movie last night and um, I had it, we had it on in the background while we were cooking dinner and doing the dishes mm-hmm. and stuff. And my partner was like, oh, why does this man have, have so much resistance, you know, to being <laughs> in a relationship, you know, like mm-hmm. he was saying like how silly he was. And I was like, I don't know why you have resistance toward marrying your soulmate, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just like you know yeah. everyone goes through their stuff right <laughs> yeah know? but I really just said it like that like yep I don't know why did you have resistance to this but you know it's and he didn't say anything because I was like yeah you know because everybody has the things that they're moving and growing through exactly. um and I wasn't harping on him and he knew it and I was saying it lightheartedly and stuff and we're grown through like a lot of a lot of ways and are in a really good place with where we want to be in our relationship now, um, feeling really on the same page of things. But that was a growth, a lot of growth things too, that I know we've talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And to me, it was like, it was such a lighthearted, like validating thing for him Mm -hmm. to realize like, yeah, I don't need to be more worked up about this either. Yeah, Um, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Ah, so, so much goodness. Um, what else in our weekend together do you want to share? I was so inspired by the bravery of all of the women that we were with, Mm. because I think, you know, in one way or another, there was ways that we were, that they were moving to different places, right? All, I think Mm. all of us had had at least one significant move, uh, physical move, Mm. you know, and putting ourselves out there in pursuing uh, passions and, and self-exploration and saying no to things that were no longer serving us and mm-hmm. in facing the difficulties of our lives and choosing ourselves, mm. right. And choosing our development. And it was just really, it was really beautiful. It was really inspiring to just be around so many people who were saying like, yes to themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think, we can do that in so many different ways. It doesn't mean, you know, moving from the Midwest out to Colorado every time. It yeah. can mean me taking this trip by myself, right? Yeah. That took a lot of bravery and courage to mm-hmm. spend a weekend with, you know, th- two to five women who I had never met in person before, you know, yeah. and travel by yourself and, and do these things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's courage can be found in literally the smallest of acts and it's not always the the big moments that show your bravery um but it was just really inspirational to to be with these women and be sharing so many stories and listen to just how brave they were in finding their authentic self and that was really cool yeah i hunt 100 echo that i think there's there's also so much power, and I think we all know this, but it's it's when you have these weekends or these moments that you're like reminded of it. But there's so much power in women coming mm-hmm. together. Yes. Um, and I just drank that up. Like it just felt mm-hmm. so good to be around like-minded women and just have good talks or just sit in kind of quiet and you know, like we're all like reading on our own or doing our own little thing or or going to that. I adored that yoga class that we went to. Adore. Yeah. We went to this booty, booty, booty yoga, yoga. Yes. which was like Zumba yoga. Oh it my was, God, it was so, so intense. I yeah. was not prepared. Yeah. And it was too. awesome. And it was just, it was like being in, yeah, just like being in community and collection, like of women mm-hmm. and talking with everybody. And of yeah. course we all need to get Quinn's soul patch tattoo. Oh my God. Imprint thing. Like yeah. that was awesome. I'm doing that. I actually thank you for that reminder because I need to message Quinn. So Morgan yes. looped us in with some of her friends, and Quinn is a woman that she goes to full moon circles with um every month. And Quinn's a badass too, and so much fun to be around. And she just had um it was like a soul reading. print. Soul yeah. soul print. Yeah. Soul print. Yeah. It did so- like a a reading because mm-hmm. it, it wasn't Reiki, but it was a yeah. reading like yeah. of her soul energy. And then this woman like describes it to this tattoo artist, like what this soul print like looks like. And then they get it tattooed and just was and super it, cool. It was so cool. I loved it. Um, so definitely need to do that. And um, 
And just a shout out, if you are in Denver, go to Rise Yoga. They're in mm-hmm. um, amazing, such a cool group of people. Um, yes. And yeah, that was such a, like a getting into your body practice. Um, yeah. And I, it's interesting hearing Andy, the instructor, kind of talk about booty and how like it's not accepted everywhere because it's like stripper yoga because you're kind of like shaking your butt a lot is what she said. I don't know. I loved it. I thought it was so much fun. Like it's a variation of yoga. So I think, you know, well, and to, you like, want in, in yoga league. was designed for men. It wasn't designed for women, you know, yeah. and definitely no one who invented yoga expected it to be a fad for white women in America. You Correct. Know? Yeah. And like, it's like the only, if I have any resistance for doing yoga, it's, it's thinking about that. Like, mm. well, this wasn't actually designed for my body. Like there is female, more female centered yoga. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's what this, um, this is for sure. This was, yep. yeah, we weren't in a, we weren't in positions that our breasts be, were restricted in yeah. doing, you know, yeah. like, which is part of it, or our pelvis isn't turned that way, uh, yeah. to, to do that leg pose or whatever. Um, and I think it's just interesting in another way where here, we're using this really connecting tool that wasn't even supposed to, that isn't actually designed for us. Um, but this is like the closest we can get to still, um, you know, in different ways, but, but yeah, but it was just good. And it was so nice to be with all of you ladies for that. And like, Mm -hmm. there were so many different ways where we were, like you said, like moving our bodies in Mm -hmm. this slow way and, and in a confined space and then being out in nature for our mountain saunter and um such and a great word for it saunter yeah. i love it yeah 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 um, yeah you're t- it's yeah it was just a beautiful weekend all the way around so so we encourage all of you to find that moment of connection for yourself in some way and maybe you're waiting you know, two years for that alignment to finally come through where you get to meet these people in person. Maybe it is just joining our full moon women's circles Mm -hmm. um, that we pop up and have Mm -hmm. and connecting with people on Zoom and connecting with people on Instagram and, and giving that the real validity that it has because Whitney and I are our best friends, like at this yeah. point, and we've met once in person and, you know, tis tis to anybody who says you can't have a real relationship that way. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, finding those connections and hopefully you're inspired by, mm-hmm. you know, hearing our stories of connection today, and maybe you're getting married or going through another transition mm-hmm. and, you know, that helped inspire you about how you're moving forward in that too. But, we're really happy to be back for this season three yeah. of the messy path. Yeah. Um, and we will be filling you in with some really substantial reflections in both of our lives mm-hmm. uh, that really occurred at the end of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, a big, big reflections that happened during our break time at the Mm -hmm. end of the fall and winter of 2021. Um, So you have those to look forward to. And as always, send us a message with a question or a story that has come up for you um, that you want us to chat about, that you want more resources on, that you disagree with us about, um, 
or a find enhancing in some way. Like we would love to hear it. We'd love to receive your questions. You can um, email messypath at gmail.com. Um, or you could always send us a message on Instagram or our Facebook pages, um, wit underscore being open and me as Ariel's underscore cosmos for our Instagram pages. Of course, it's always linked in our show notes too. So awesome. Oh, I'm so excited for this next season and for all the fun stuff we have coming up. And, um, I think we'll have some new ways to kind of be in community with us here pretty quick too, which is super exciting. So stay tuned and we're sending you so much love. Thank you.